Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father and Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 45, page 396. My heart overfloweth with a good matter. I speak the things which I have made concerning the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Full of grace are thy lips, because God has blessed thee forever. I, O thou most mighty, according to thy worship and renown. Good luck have thou with all honor. Ride on, because of the word of truth, of meekness, of righteousness, and of right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thy arrows are very sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, and the people shall be subdued unto thee. Thy seed, O God, endureth forever. The scepter of thy kingdom is right scepter. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Wherefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. All thy garments smell of myrrh, aloes, and cassia, out of the ivory palaces, whereby they have made thee. King's Black. daughters are among thy honorable women. Upon thy right hand doth stand the queen in a vesture of gold, wrought about with diverse colors. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, incline thine ear, forget also thine own people and thy father's house. So shall the king have pleasure in thy beauty, for he is thy lord, and worship thou him. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift, like as the rich also among the people shall make their supplication before thee. 
The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought unto the king in raiments of needlework. The virgin that shall that be her fellows shall bear her company and shall be brought be unto thee with joy and gladness shall they be brought and shall enter into the king's palace instead of thy fathers thou shalt have children whom thou mayest make prince in all the land i will make thy name to be remembered from one generation to another therefore shall the people give thanks unto thee world without end Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the book of Micah. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days, that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains, and shall be exalted above the hills, and peoples shall flow to it. Many nations shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the houses of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion the law shall go forth, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between many peoples, and rebuke strong nations afar off. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. But everyone shall sit under his vine and under his fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. For all people walk each in the name of his God, but we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. But you, Bethlehem Ephratah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from of old from everlasting. Therefore he shall give them up, until the time that she who is in labor has given birth. Then the remnant of his brethren shall return to the children of Israel, and he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall abide, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the fourth chapter of the first book of John. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this the love of God was manifested toward us, 
that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us of his Spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee and do thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate, and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee, and the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. Merry Christmas. A couple of uh, brief thoughts for us tonight. The um, psalm and the lesson from Micah um, have, a, uh, have a significant element of conquest language in them. 
uh, at least the first half of Psalm 45 um, entails a kind of kingly um, uh, conquest, a, a, the establishment of a kingly dominion um, and the settling of a, of a, of a domain. Um, and then within that domain, once that domain is settled, um, then there is this, it shifts kind of suddenly and, and, and romantically to a, to a nuptial scene um, where uh, once the domain has been established and there's this kind of, you know, startlingly almost violent imagery in the first half of the psalm, you suddenly shift into a, a, a wedding scene um, and you shift into a, a, a nuptial uh, festival and uh, all of the scenery and imagery turns uh, into that of uh, matrimony. Um, and so this is one of my favorite psalms because it, it really captures uh, really the, the two, two primary facets of the Christian life. Um, one is being, as we swear in our baptismal vows, to, uh, to do battle uh, against the world, the flesh, and the devil. And then also to become uh, the, the bride of Christ um, as he grows us all as his church collectively into his bride. Uh, and so these are two um, these are two full and intact dimensions of the Christian life that don't really reduce or mitigate each other at all. They are both full tilt um, in to the nth degree. Uh, and this song, you know, teases us up really for what we're seeing in the lessons tonight. Uh, the lesson from Micah is that lesson of is that is a lesson that reflects that uh, establishment of a kingly domain. Uh, and there is this um, there is this you know the settling of Zion, which we've discussed before, is this. Um, kind of uh, ideal um, kind of end times uh, view of the Temple Mount in Jerusalem as it will be when God settles it for himself and finally purges it of all corruption and of all uh, compromise and idolatry. Uh, and then you have uh, in this as well, once that has been established um, and all the other mountains of the world have been laid low, um, and if you kind of follow the, the the image tradition of the Psalter, mountains always stand for kingdoms. Um, and so the kingdom of God, which is signified by the mountain of Zion and Jerusalem where the temple sits, um, will be the tallest mountain in God's uh, renewed world. Um, and so all other mountains, AKA kingdoms will have been uh, brought low. Um, and so this is image of conquest that this kingdom will surpass and will subjugate all other kingdoms. But once that domain has been established, then what happens is again, a kind of, um, you could look at it as a kind of nuptial language again, except in this, it's a, um, a kind of cultural nuptial, a cultural marriage where all the kingdoms of the earth flood in and are, and, and come into that city, um, and, and find a place there and find God there. Uh, and so there is this sudden kind of harmonizing of the whole world of all the kingdoms of the world around this now prominent and 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 you know, this uh this temp this temple mountain that has priority over all kingdoms um and that's a significant combination of images again too typically in ancient near eastern uh conquest when you uh went to another uh you know when you when you conquered another people um you could force them into exile and captivity within your own empire and the empire in view of these prophecies in Micah is the Assyrian Empire, um, which uh, conducted forced um, relocations of all conquered peoples, scattering them across their whole empire so that they couldn't be gathered uh, with their people. And so um, what we see in this image, though, is that there is something that when God dwells in the midst of this, uh, this temple mountain um, that has subdued the earth, 
then is going to harmonize the the earth in such a way that people won't need to be forced into that kingdom. They will come willingly and even joyfully to worship the God of that kingdom. And so there's going to be something unique about this because this is an unknown thing in any other kind of conquest. Um, and so we have all this image of conquest and image of marriage uh, that per, that pervades in the in both of these lessons. And then we get to the beautiful lesson from First John, uh, where we talk, where he reflects on the incarnation as the revelation, the apocalypse of of God's conquest, which turns out to be a conquest conducted through um, the um, the enacting this kind of um, this life that reveals the um, the eternal love of God. Um, for his people, for all people, uh, and for the world that he made. Um, and so in this is love, not that we knew him, but that he knew us and sent his son as the propitiation for our sin. He sent his son, as John says in our lesson here, that we might live through him. Uh, and so what we see in the person of Jesus Christ, whose birth we celebrate today, is both the conquest of God that will subdue the whole earth and is also the beginning of the nuptial feast, the marriage feast of the Lamb. Uh, and both of these now have become the character of this world, such that anything that's, that refuses to become part of the wedding is going to be part of the conquest. But at any point, anyone who is, uh, who is fighting God and striving with God uh, can become part of the wedding feast. Um, and so we can look at the, the, the shape of the world in, in, the, in this kind of language, and it helps us to make sense of things. Um, that there is a that the earth is going to be subdued. It is going to be ordered and harmonized around the presence of a loving God, um, and whatever it, whatever resists that is bound to be subjected. It will every knee will bow when the Lord Jesus, you know, it, when the Lord Jesus it reigns on earth. Um, and you know, as we think about that, though, as people who have been converted from death to life, have been converted from war to love, um, we are with Jesus as he triumphs over the kingdoms of this world. And so that is our warfare that we conduct as baptized Christians. But we are also already being invited to sit at the nuptial feast, to sit at his great wedding feast, and to begin to experience the joy of that kingdom that will never be overthrown, and to have the peace, safety, security that comes with that. And so what we celebrate today is really what um, is, a, is the mystery of Christmas is what Mary reflects on in the Magnificat that we recite every day, that she perceives within her womb, as she speaks to Elizabeth, her kinswoman, um, that what has happened now and moved within her womb uh, and the presence that has come to dwell within her is uh, makes it so that it is already as though the kingdoms of this world have been overthrown, that the, those who have oppressed have been cast down, those who have been oppressed have been lifted up. And she speaks of all these things in the past tense, even though these things have not visibly become this way yet, because she perceives as Christ is within her, she is participating already in the fulfillment of all of these things, even as they have yet to come to pass. And that prayer is our prayer every night. That is what it means to be a Christian, to participate in a way that is like the Virgin Mary, the presence of Christ within us, that as he is born out from our life, we begin to participate already in that kingdom that is here and is yet to be fully consummated and manifested. Um, but we get to participate in that every step along the way from here into the reaches of eternity. So Merry Christmas to all. This is good news for all of us. And we'll conclude tonight with our intercession.
Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for being here tonight. It's great to be with you. And thanks to Rochelle and Barbara, my co-leaders tonight. Merry Christmas to all. Thank you, Father. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.